Welcome to The Connection, a podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates. My name's Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the good news of the parish and to enable you to grow outside of the walls of the church building. So hello and welcome to tonight's, oh it's not tonight, it depends on when you're listening really, <laughs> to uh, to the podcast on the, on the connection. Uh, today and over the next few weeks really we'll be talking about a sermon series that we're doing in the parish. Uh, and so the podcast is accompanying that series where we're going through the book of James. And the book of James is all about uh, how to live our lives practically as Christians. Now, um, Justin, you went to Spring Harvest and it was all about the book of James, yeah. wasn't it? It's, it's, I mean, I had no idea that the, the parish was going to go down this route of using uh, and, and discussing James this month. So it's fantastic that because I went to Spring Harvest, I came back with lots of resources um, and, and content and just was empowered to embrace the book of James. Uh, and it really called to me because it was at the right time for me and my wife and uh, and my children to come along to Spring Harvest, not only because of the content, but, but because it was the book of James. It really taught us how to be loud and proud and to live being a Christian. Yeah, and, and I think it's it's actually advice, which is sort of timeless in lots of ways. Yes. Because the strange thing about human beings is we're, we're very repetitive. We kind of make the same mistakes and do the same good things over and over again. So technology changes but people are remarkably consistent really. yes absolutely <laughs> so what what james talks about really is is very relevant for today and how we live today as uh, christian people so one thing that we're going to be looking at as well is something called how to have a rhythm of life now if you look back at the spring harvest episode we talked about we talked a bit about how uh, when you came back from spring harvest, you have this big high. Yeah. So where do you go from there, sort yeah. of thing? Yeah, no, you, you're right, and and <clears throat> it did feel like a rhythm. You quickly got into the rhythm, and mm. and and it became very easy to be embraced with what would happen every day, with prayer and with celebration and with praise, and and the rhythm became it grew. You could feel it amongst yourself, um, and of course you kind of got to the end of the week and you had this massive high you had the rhythm you had the uh, everything that, that what is spring harvest and it, you then had to question yourself what do I now do with this glow this rhythm this feeling and and to take it forward yeah and and what what we're thinking about doing this time in uh, September and the rhythm of life really is how do we make uh, Christianity and our faith what we call sort of embodied in our life. So how do we live it as part of our everyday existence, really? And um, what it's actually against, it's probably easier to speak about it as what it's against, it's against this idea that there's a separation between what we do on a Sunday yeah. and our spiritual life and kind of everything else. Yes. Um, so if we think about... So a lot of people in our society, many of whom I suppose go to church, I suppose, see church or Christianity as a kind of like hobby, like fishing. Yeah, I know it was discussed at Spring Harvest and it resonated that, that church becomes just something you do 
in on a Sunday morning and your faith in Christianity was only ever really apparent once you walked into the four walls of church but the minute you walked out suddenly you forgot how to be a Christian and normal life crept in and you felt difficult to show your faith uh, and, and suddenly it became just a Sunday morning thing. Yeah and that's actually one of the opening passages really of um, the book of James where and it's the reading this Sunday in uh, James chapter 1 where he talks about um, living the faith and don't be the person who looks into a mirror and then walks away and forgets what they look like. Yeah. So in other words kind of like being one way yeah. <clears throat> when you're looking in the mirror, so being attentive to who you are when you're looking in the mirror, and then you walk away and you forget all about it. Yeah. Well, let's be honest, being a Christian can be really challenging in, in a modern day society, but we can look at the Bible and see many stories of Christians that have been challenged in their own faith. But in a modern day context, let's be, let's be honest, it can be very challenging to be a Christian because you're challenged about your beliefs and it might go against someone else's. Yeah, and I, and I think it is, is complicated like that. And it's only by um, living the faith every day in these rhythms that you actually grow in confidence and you grow uh, not just in faith, but I think you grow in the fruits of the spirit Uh so you grow in joy, you grow in peace, you grow in gentleness. I struggle with that one. <laughs> but you grow in... And, and my spiritual director, uh, Father George, who's uh, one of the monks up in Murfield, used to call it being pickled. He used to say, leave it to the onions. Okay. That was his catchphrase, right? Yeah. What, he, what he was saying is, is, is that faith is something, and Christianity is something that you immerse yourself in, like yep. vinegar, okay, right? And you're the onion. Yep. And the longer you spend practicing the faith, practically, um, through prayer, through action, through living the Christian values, you become, in the end, kind of pickled or marinated, I preferred, rather than pickled. <laughs> but I think you like that. And like an onion, the faith seeps into you. Yes. Deeper and deeper and deeper. So in the end, you, 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 every aspect of, of who you are on the deepest level yeah. becomes about living as a Christian person. Yeah, I think that rings true, even with myself. And, and you know, we, we learned last week uh, with the Alpha episode that, that how I've kind of probably been exposed to the first pickling process. Uh, and since then, I've been able to become more pickled. It's a great term. Uh, I'm going to use that one, I think. But And, and I'm still on that journey and, and still continue to marinate in this pickle. But it yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And I think it's really important, isn't it, as, as a church, that we show that it is just more about, it's not just about coming on a Sunday morning, it's about living in the community as, as a Christian and how we can do that. Yeah, and I think it's to do with, as as the, the process comes along, you're able to be yourself. And mm. I think the most wonderful thing about being a Christian is that you can live authentically as who God has created you to be. Yeah. You're not, uh, you, and you lose interest, naturally losing interest in all the other sort of sort of bells and whistles that surround us. Yes. So the things that cause a lot of anxiety in modern life, uh, like how much money you have, 
yeah. uh, you know whether you got, you're buying the right trainers or not uh, whether you you're up on you know the latest consumer trend yeah. all those sorts of anxieties sort of fade away and, and you can joyfully drive a rubbish car and not care there's an immense amount of strength gained from that, isn't it? It's, it's, it is amazing. And I think, I know we've talked about it on previous episodes where one of the benefits of feeling as a Christian is to be with others mm. uh, and, to, and to share those experiences. Because it can be very lonely sometimes if you have a feeling and, and have strength and have a, a faith. But being together, there is strength in that. Yeah, and I think uh, w- with the, the idea of having a rhythm of life, what it's about, rather than actually bolting on Christianity as something that you do at specific times. Yeah. It's actually about looking at your daily routine yeah. in a very practical way yeah. and seeing how you can uh, incorporate prayer and spirituality into the everyday. Yeah. Uh, and how you can integrate uh, living the Christian life in, in small little ways. So... A good example of that is um, his father, George, again, love him. He had this big thing about evening prayer and lighting the lamps, right? Okay. He, he taught us liturgy, so why we do stuff in church and things, yeah. And he was a kind of expert on it, and he used to go on. He's, he's a wonderful guy. But what he did was he, he talked about the song that you sometimes can sing at evening prayer, which okay. is about... Um, uh, Jesus as the light of the world. Okay. Come gladden in light, it's called, right? And it's got a little tune to it. And what he said was, he said, this song developed as part of evening prayer by the people who went into the church and lit the lamps so people could see and decided to sing the song as they lit the lamps. Okay. So they were doing something which was essentially practical for people to see. Yeah. But they added or incorporated into it a spiritual meaning. Yeah. So for our own lives, as it were, what we have to think about is how can we as individuals um, pray as part of our ordinary everyday lives? Okay. So it, it, it so, uh, as an example to that, uh, when I was in ordinary work, um, I used to get the bus to work down in Cambridge. Yeah. And uh, what I used to do was I used to read a book on the bus. Okay. Right. It was boring. All for half an hour sat looking at the Cambridge countryside. Yeah. Or the Cambridge city as you got stuck in traffic. Yeah, of course. So what, what I did was I took Celebrating Common Prayer, which was like a prayer book yeah. that I used, and I used to sit there and read the book okay. while I was praying Yes. as I... Went along. Yeah. Ironically, it is the same practice that I have. You know, I, I commute into Bristol um, and I've kind of a bit more kind of technologically advanced from the book these days. I've moved on to looking at, uh, you know, reading a Bible in a year and, and, and there is other apps that can be used. But it's a great opportunity to to, to pray, I think, you know, and that's what I am doing, you know, re- reflecting and and, f- and losing myself within the word and within the audio, because there's clearly audio elements to it as well. Um, it, and we can share some of those um, resources in our show notes that if you want to start even thinking about engaging with that um, in the future, then you'll be able to connect and have a look. Yeah, at Pray As You Go is a good one. And yep. there's, quite, there's quite a lot of other ones as well. 
that you can use as as you've got that downtime or you're driving the car. Yeah. I know uh, in my last job uh, up in Shropshire, because I worked for the diocese, and I had to drive like an hour and a half to a meeting sometimes. Okay. Uh, so if the meeting was half past seven, uh, and my practice was to say evening prayer, um in the evenings I couldn't do that because I had to be at the meeting okay. so I used to do pray as you go okay. in the car yes. as I went yep. um, and that I found that really helpful because the thing was with it is whatever rhythm you set yep. you have to be comfortable with changing it uh, as your life changes yeah which is really important isn't it because Christianity isn't about just following a complete set protocol I mean People think prayer is about putting your hands together, closing your eyes and putting and, and kneeling to your knees. But if that works for you, then that's great. But actually, you can pray whilst driving a car. I mean, yeah. look at that. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you a funny story about this. I always tell you this, and, and I'm sure he won't mind, is a friend of mine uh, I was in college with uh, called Wayne, right? And he's very proud of this, Wayne, because he told us all about it, right? <laughs> now, he, he had a, a rhythm of life. But his was very dictatorial. Okay. And he was famous for being very, very specific and dictatorial about his rhythm of life. Right? Okay. And it, and it was an example of how not to have a rhythm of life this is. And he went over on the plane to uh, see his friend uh, who was, lived in Texas, right? So he went over there and, and, and he came back like that. And he said that he always said evening prayer at half bar six every day. So he could say it at the same time as the community said it. We thought, oh, that's fine, okay. whatever. Yeah. Right? Not bad. He's a single man, so he can do what he wants. He doesn't yeah. worry about the kids playing up or any of that. Fine. But the problem Wayne had was when he was on the plane, right? He's saying evening prayer like that on the plane, and it was up because he was half past six. And then when he went from central time into eastern time, um. it was half past six again. So he said to him, he said, Wayne, what did you do then? He said, well, I've got to say it at half past six, so I said it again. I said, yeah, but there's six time zones between you and Texas. He said, I know. I said, it at half past six every day. I said, ah, but Wayne, here's the problem, mate. He said, what's that? I said, well, you always say Compline at quarter past nine, don't you? And he said, yeah. So I said, so what can you do when it was quarter past nine in Texas and you're on the plane? Do you have to say evening prayer and Compline at the same time? And he went, oh, no, what do I do? <laughs> So, oh my goodness! Look at so, that. Well, just, so that so Wayne's way of doing it, right? Yeah. In Wayne's world, that's what we used to call it, right? Yeah. Is completely wrong. Okay. <laughs> what what we have to do is look at our lives, like you say, when you're on the bus, or yeah. in the morning, or in the evening, or walking the dog. What things do we do every day as part of our routine? Yeah that we can make God part of, we can invite God to be part of it. Yeah, okay. So if you've got a dog uh, and you, you walk the dog every day and you always walk him whatever time you do it, why not commit that walk, dog walk, to God Yeah. and find a way of praying as you walk the dog? It's amazing. Just little tweaks like that That's it. become... Kind of empowers and engages the rhythm that we're talking about. Getting God into your life, getting it into the, the the finer details. It doesn't wouldn't it doesn't take much, does it? No, no. It it, it in in lots of ways, uh, it's a bit like how people do Weight Watchers. Okay. Is it uh, Weight Watchers is a fantastic example of a of a missional community. Okay. It's a very very religious organisation. <laughs> uh, I didn't think of that. Uh, somebody else did. 
what they say is when you do Weight Watchers, they say, well, look, if you want to have a snack, that's fine, have a snack. But replace, you know, a massive chocolate bar with an apple or whatever. Yes. And making those little changes in our lives um, can and does completely transform them. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. And so within Yates, what kind of stuff are we going to be doing in the parish that will empower and engage this? Well, what we're trying to do is uh, really is give people mentoring okay. for, uh, to allow them to, to make these decisions themselves. Yeah. Because it's the type of thing that you can't actually prescribe mm. a rule about yeah. or a rhythm about. People have to find it because each person's life is unique. Yes. Yeah, so what we're doing is we're we're looking to launch uh, missional communities. Yeah, uh, through study of the Book of James. Okay, and each of these communities will have uh, three aspects to the rhythm. So there's being blessed by God. Yeah, being a blessing to each other, and being a blessing to the community. Okay, right. Okay, so, so crucial areas. That's it. Yep. So the idea would be being blessed by God is what we're talking about here, but bringing prayer into everyday life as individuals yep. and committing to, in whatever way we can, uh, worshipping God in a daily daily way. Yes. Now, that can be as simple as um, lighting a candle in the morning and saying, God be with me today. Yeah. Right? Or it could be spending four hours in reflection depending on where you are yeah um for example uh i got very upset when my son was born um because i'd always i had a little prayer station in our back bedroom in our house in in murfield okay and um i used to say to my wife uh right i'm gonna go and say my prayers now while she cooked the tea okay because that was convenient yeah Right, she was busy doing that. I go and do my prayer stuff. Come downstairs, job done. Thank you very much. Lovely. I don't get in her way. She don't get in my way. Lovely, right? <laughs> Sounds like so, a great marriage. It was all right. Yeah, yeah that's good. right. It's always better when we're not together. Yeah. Like that, isn't it? Right. So, uh, so we did that for for about two, three years. Two years when my son was born. Yeah. I couldn't do that. No, because the rhythm had changed. Because the rhythm had changed, and because so I couldn't, I couldn't pray for two weeks because I was on paternity leave. Yeah, my son was born, and I went to see Father George. And I said it's awful. I said, so I can't say the office now because he cries, and 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 I don't want to leave her on her own to look after him and and all this. And she's not very well, but she's had a cesarean. And yeah, yeah. What am so I going to do? Resting, and all yeah. this sort of thing, you know. And and I and I should be doing the office. And Father George turned around and he goes, "You're so stupid." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" I said, "You're so stupid." He said, "He said." Your priority is to look after your wife. Yeah. He said, why don't you, are we together then, yeah. worked out a way for me to pray Yes. and be a father? So that's fantastic, isn't it? So that, that, was, your, that was your mentor-mentee kind of relationship there. I mean, to, 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 coin, to point a phrase, he was your kind of critical friend. That's who, it. who was pointing you in the right direction. And I guess that's what you, as, as the team within... Yate Parish is going to provide these missionary communities that you're going to provide that friendship and that critical mentorship to make sure that we keep on the right line but actually not feel so bad if you don't get it right. Yeah, that's right. And, and it's things like with, um, uh, for example, uh, what Ian McFarlane's done, he's produced um, 10 different ways of individual prayer. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. Which we're going to put on the website, and I'm going to do a booklet on this. You know, hopefully by next week. Lovely. Uh, but do a book to put it into a nice booklet. So the idea is, is that then people can can look through it and say, well, you know, what, which one of these do I want to try? Yeah. You know, okay. How can that? Yeah. How in my life can I use these different ways? Yes. And my personality, how does that fit? Because. The key thing, going right back to the the James quote at the beginning about looking in the mirror, yeah, it's all about not forgetting. Okay. Just every day remembering God and remembering He's part of our lives. Yeah. And just constantly reminding ourselves. And if we think about our own relationships, really, um, in any relationship, your wife or child or whatever, it's the little things that count. Yeah. And it's it's in love is found in the little things. Yes, you know, not the flowers on Valentine's Day. Mind you, they might come in handy now and again. Yeah, but, but well, it, it's yeah, yes, not, that's not an excuse. But, yeah, um, it's in the the small acts of kindness and yeah. care that we show for each other. Yes, I mean we're not going to start talking about love languages at this point, but you know, <laughs> it's, 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 that's another episode, another that's discussion. Another episode of that one. <laughs> but but yeah, no, you are right, aren't you? And and. Um, that's great to hear that you know within 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 the parish of Yate we're going to be exploring that kind of missionary community because mm. I think that will invest in people and it will make it more than just the four walls of our amazing churches within our parish. It will make it about being a Christian outside of that church, yeah, and it, providing Christian values and Christian rhythm in bedding into our community so we certainly have one that's coming together within the Brimsham area yeah we do we, we we're putting one together in Brimsham yeah uh in North Yate and I'm and we're gonna uh, faith and fun on Friday uh are gonna give it a go as well lovely so we've got, we've got a kind of five session program as it were that uh we put together uh to help people think about this this process uh and we're gonna be doing that with faith and fun on a Friday and we've done a bit of it at the, uh, with Brimsham as well so it's it's not a kind of it's something that kind of evolves yeah like and grows yeah and I think the other thing which is critical really is that second part which is being a blessing to each other okay and I, I think as I say with Father George and stuff and other people and with Wayne and stuff is when you're in community is we can be critical friends and we can be supportive friends yeah and we can say to each other, uh, what you're doing in your spiritual life is good. Uh, how can I learn from that? How can, uh, how can you help me with that? But also as well, we can say when things don't go uh, the way we want them to, just to say, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and just hold each other up. I think people sometimes will get this idealistic image of how to be the perfect Christian, and, and actually that's very different. It actually, it should be that we embrace that we do make mistakes. You know, that's ultimately Jesus' biggest sacrifice is that he forgives us of mistakes that we make, and we won't always get it right. Mm. But it's quite nice to have that, that blessing and that fellowship that you get by being with fellow Christians. Yeah, and I think, I think that's the, the key thing, really, is that, um, that the best thing and the most freeing thing about... Christianity is we don't have to be perfect no that's right and I think and I think it's almost like a, a missionary community a community of Christians coming together is 
being accountable to each other yeah and doing our best but at the same time uh picking each other up when we fall down yeah no, i think james does teach us about being brave being mm. being brave to be a christian because like you know like we said it is challenging but if we invest in our communities and have these little pockets of 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 christianity and, and in turn it will grow it won't be a small pocket it will be a big community mm. um that in turn is going to feed into it feed into the church yeah and yeah. i think i think as well it, it, it most of all with these things is this uh getting rid of this idea of the sacred and the secular yeah because for the christian everything is sacred um every you know there's not a time in my life when i'm not married yeah it's not something i can like switch off okay yeah and, and if in fact men who go out for a drink and take their wedding rings off aren't seen as very good men no 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 not at all well i think we are encouraged to see christianity as part of our life not in the same way as we see marriage because at the end of the day christianity is our relationship with god yeah that is it. That is it. Um, there's a, a there's some great resources that we came from the bo- the book of change from Spring Harvest and a great woman that says it takes courage to go beyond simply believing in Jesus to live him love him and serve him. I mean that's 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 important, isn't it? It's good. Yeah, and I think the more we uh, practice uh, Christianity in the sense of in the everyday, um, the more we we act on it in the sense. Uh, through being blessed by God in this this first way, the more it becomes more and more real. Yes. Uh, and the reality of it uh, fills us with uh, with with joy, uh, and it enables us to live um, the lives that God wants us to. Yeah. In our sense. So that's what we're up to for uh, the next few weeks. Hopefully, that's our first bit. Is the idea of an introduction to it there's going to be more uh, resources on our website about it and uh, there's the whole sermon series as we go through um, September which we will if you're listening to us way after September 2018 uh, we will be recording some of them uh, and putting them up as well so you can uh, access them as well so that's really good so we'll do what's happening now uh in in the parish on Sunday, we have our parish walk. Yes, a parish walk. That does sound quite good. So that's uh, walking around the parish. And we're walking from uh, St Mary's at half past three yep. over to Frampton Cottrell for a service in the evening along the Froom. Should be good. Yeah. Because the it... River Froom does run right through the parish and of course it connects all the churches together. So what a perfect way to walk through the parish. That should be good, that. And uh, then the other one is uh, we have the Acts of Eden youth event on the 15th. Yeah, fantastic thing that uh, I think Gail is leading on uh, as a kind of our family's representative. But it's uh, the Acts of Eden. It's a youth event predominantly aimed for the kind of young people that are in year six. So the kind of 10, 11 year olds. Uh, if you're listening to this and you have one of those little people that kind of fit into that world and they're about to go into year six, then they're more than uh, happy to come along. Um, there's a big 
uh, youth event uh, that is being organised for the 15th of September. That's from 12 o'clock till 8pm. Uh, that's going to be at St Mary's Youth Centre. Um, the theme of it is about a social action. So it's going to be talking about recycling and plastic because I think as Christianity we've got a big, uh, well, a, a kind of community stance to ensure that we focus on the big issues uh, and make sure we don't uh, destroy the planet god has Abs- created absolutely, for us <laughs> absolutely. uh yes you have that and also as well we have the ride and stride uh, coming up the following week which is um on the 8th of september where you can go around the different churches very active this month i tell you yeah look at that it I mean, is. maybe this is a weight watchers, <laughs> weight watchers. Right. i think the ride and stride i think uh reverend ian McFarden, Reverend Ian Wallace. Reverend Ian Wallace is taking part uh, and is, I think, going around with a sponsorship form because he is taking part in the Ride and Stride. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so he's going to be going all out. Excellent. And uh, finally, the other thing that's sort of coming up at the end of uh, at the end of the month is on the 23rd is the Harvest Auction, which is over at Westerly in the New Inn. So after, once you've done all that exercise, you see, you can have a drink in the new inn on the 23rd of September. Fantastic. It's great. It does sound great. Now, guys, if you want to find out more information about some of these events, it is all available on our website. Uh, and also you can access our electronic monthly magazine that arrives in your inbox quite nicely. Uh, all of that is accessible online. So if you go to gateparish.org.uk, um, Predominantly, you might have already found it because that's how you're listening to us. Uh, but either way, uh, it's a great... Have an explore. Um, it's been put together. It's probably the most interactive razzmatazz website we've seen in a very long time in Yates. And I think lots of people are enjoying the content that's on there. So it, it isn't just about the podcast. There's lots more to find. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. And you can find more online at www.yateparish.co.uk. Or you can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher and the Apple and Android SoundCloud app. This is a podcast to connect you to the Parish of Yate. If you want anything to feature on the podcast in the future, then please get in touch with us. You can do this by visiting our website. Thank Thank you you for for listening listening and God God bless. bless.